Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. One of the casualties has been uh, the South African National Roads Agency, the uh, agency in South Africa that's in that's uh, in charge of planning and building and maintaining our national uh, road network. A very big job, you know. We've got a lot of road in South Africa, and that means a lot of maintenance, and that can get very expensive. And that's exactly what happened around uh, Johannesburg. Yes, the big Nazi is... Um, that uh, glowing round orb in the sky to which we all aspire. Yeah, it's the money-making capital of South Africa, and as such, it draws everyone to its confines. Uh, and that means that the roads get pounded every single day. Yeah, we've got some of the busiest roads in the world, and uh, that requires maintenance. Unfortunately, uh, the cost was twice uh, as much as uh, what they said they would what they said it would cost and so that meant that we had to um well we had to pay twice as much that's what the government expected us to pay uh that led to a furious backlash as i said uh, early on in the show south africa has a strong a strong history of boycott it has been uh, the weapon of choice uh, on our political landscape for the last 30 years. And uh, the, the government had to expect that it would be used against it. We didn't have a proper and thorough public participation process. And uh, we're, we're, we're commuting on the highways every single day. Nevertheless, as I say, Fakilin Bulula held a recent meeting with uh, Alta as well as the Automobile Association. And we're now joined by Wayne Divenacher, the founder and chairman of Alta, the organization opposing tax abuse in South Africa. Good morning, Wayne. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. Nice to be with you today. Yes. Um, it looks as though there may be some kind of um, light starting to break over Sanral and the whole Etoll saga. Yeah, look... <laughs> um it seems to be the case when they when they make these moves or, or sounds that they're going to try and reduce the uh, tariffs, but they're making a mistake by going down that road because mm -hmm. you can't you, you can't reducing the tariffs uh, or, or trying to write off debt just makes matters worse. Um, in, in other countries around the world, when the scheme fails to the extent, in fact, to a far lesser extent than this one has failed, mm -hmm. they scrapped the scheme. So you either toll or you don't toll. You can't half toll. Yeah. And they cannot yeah. seem to get this uh, concept right. Now, uh, uh, Alta has spoken out many times uh, that at least 50% of this debt is, is odious debt. Did, are, are you suggesting that maybe what they should be doing is following a legal process of declaring a 50% of the debt odious debt and then only agreeing to pay for half of it? or? And that will get the support well, of the public behind it. Well, no, you can't get anybody behind the scheme. They've got mm. to scrap ETOLs. What they need to do is find an alternative to fund the 20 billion rand bond. And right. what we've said is the first step is to half of that uh, debt shouldn't have even been in the first place due to the corruption on the road construction mm -hmm. costs. It shouldn't have cost more than 10 billion rand. And uh, the Kauteng road users certainly shouldn't be asked to pick up uh, corrupt debt. That's the first thing. And then if they were only going to find a, try and find a solution to settle 10 billion rand, I can assure you they wouldn't have chosen the tolling mechanism because they would have had to 
you know, double the amount of money to collect just to pay the collection process. Yeah. So what we're saying is that Samuel should and government should treat this 1% of their freeway, their road network, this, e- this Gauteng Freeway network, the same way they treat 83% of their, of their uh, road network, and, mm. and that is a un- non-told road network, by financing it through tra- uh, grants from Treasury. Uh, that's how they've been funding roads, non-told roads, for, for decades now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the mechanism they should have chosen. Had they have chosen that, we wouldn't have had any problem. It would have been just over a billion rand a year additional to give to Sanral from, from, uh, from Treasury. They get 15 billion now. Uh, it wouldn't have been difficult at all. And if they needed to get the money from the fuel levy, they could have done so as well. In fact, when we suggested they only re- increase the fuel levy by 10 cents to, to pay for the 20 billion rand bond, uh, they, they didn't do so. Had they done so, they would have settled this bond. They haven't settled anything on this bond, and they're still trying to fight and force this issue down our throats here with an e-tolling mechanism, which, by the way, is the most expensive e-toll mechanism in the world and the most inefficient. Mm. Uh, and they just cannot seem to come to their senses on this decision. Uh, have you had any uh, talks with the, the, the Gauteng ANC? They seem to be uh, taking a different tack from the national leadership. Yes, no, we've met with uh, Premier Makura uh, uh, before he agrees with our uh, uh, view. Uh, we have presented him with our position paper, a well-researched document which shows why these schemes fail around the world, why they scrap them around the world. We just can't seem to uh, get that, uh, you know, that thought into our mind. I don't know if it's government who just cannot comprehend uh, having to eat the humble pie and acknowledge that they've made a mistake mm. or what it is that they're hanging on to. But, well, you know, tolling is just the worst option they can continue to do. They are five years behind making this decision uh, and, and, and we think it's the easiest one to make, but somehow they don't seem to think so. Do you think they were maybe hoping to roll out e-tolls as like a model for the whole country? Well, yes, it was because they tried to do so in the Western Cape uh, back in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, the Western Cape, the city of Cape Town took them to court and won in court, in all three courts, right up to the Constitutional Court, sure. uh, uh, where it was thrown out. The only reason why why they've been allowed to toll in Gauteng is because they've already borrowed the money and the roads were already widened. Uh, they hadn't got that far in the Western Cape and it was successfully challenged there, as it would have been here mm. had, had they given us the uh, ability to do so before they told us, uh, uh, you know, they only told us after they'd done, made the decision. We could only see that it has happened. So, yeah, there was a plan to do that, but that will never get off the ground, not in the Western Cape, and we don't believe in Durban either. They, they, in fact, yes. Sanrod have actually acknowledged that e-toning will not work anywhere else. So why they want to continue it here and double tax us in Kharteng, we uh, cannot understand. You're right. Okay. Uh, Wayne Divenacher from Outer, thank you very much for joining us here this morning on Marcus Sahaba. Take care. Have a nice day forward. Take care. Bye. Well, there you have it. Okay. Um, government's still considering a whole lot of options, according to Outer. None of them are going to work, that ETOLs have to be scrapped completely. Uh, if government isn't going to scrap ETOLs, I don't know why they want to hold on to it. Um, it doesn't look as though they're going to be able to roll it out as a national model anyway. Uh, and so, well, we still then uh, have to worry about where is it going to go. Maybe we can get hold of the transport department again tomorrow morning or maybe a little bit later in the show. We can try and get hold of from them uh, what they, exactly the, the proposals are that they're considering. 
The DA has said that they want to um, increase uh, income tax. Uh, that would be a very clumsy way of going about it. I can't see Pravin Gordon doing something like that, though. As uh, as Wayne Duvenacher says, like if you if you decide to leave the e tolls option, and this is the problem, you see, uh, the government doesn't want to leave this e tolls thing as as a solution. They want to include it somewhere. Either that, well, uh, Wayne Duvenacher said they need to scrap it completely, scrap the e tolls completely. Yeah, you increase the, the, the fuel levy with 10 cents and you've got the whole issue solved. We've got the whole issue solved. Uh, but it does seem... Uh, well, look, you see, uh, Tito Maweni weighed in on this recently. Uh, and he said that, you know, people expect a profit. They want returns. We want profits. So there are people who, who want to make profit out of this. They got into this whole deal as a business, and uh, their right to, to make a profit out of this business uh, must uh, supersede the national interest. Uh, it would appear that well, they, they, that's what our finance minister is suggesting. Um, fine, the security of contract and all of that. But as I say, you know, people overcome with PowerPoint speak uh, when they've lost the, the whiff of the barricades in the streets. When they've forgotten what it sounds like, uh, you know, when the tear gas canisters are flying overhead, they tend to they tend to forget about realities of the world, uh, and it would uh, seem that our government is still hell bent on continuing with this line.